0: Hey, I'm Rusty.
1: And I'm Heather.
0: And we're the Bryants, and this is the Redeemed Marriage Podcast.
1: We are here to encourage healthy marriages, strengthen wounded marriages, and begin the process of restoration to broken marriages.
0: We aren't licensed counselors, but we are a redeemed couple that loves the Lord and wants to help you journey through this messy, challenging, and fun part of life called marriage. Welcome back to another episode of the Redeemed Marriage Podcast. This is Rusty and Heather Bryant. Looking forward to being with you for another week. We are down in hot and muggy Mississippi, and summer has definitely hit.
1: Gosh, it seems like it's hotter than it normally is. Is that because we're getting old?
0: Maybe. Hey, these people that on here that don't really know us that well, they just hear our voices, and we sound so young and yes. chipper and cheery, mm-hmm. so they have no idea. They also
1: know we've been married 25 years. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's about
1: to be 26. <laughs> oh, What are we going to do? I don't know.
0: Okay, well. All right, so this week, um, we are going to, a little bit of a, you know, the last couple of weeks, we've kind of, it's kind of been a little bit light, I guess, or just some general marriage topics and not that this is not a general marriage topic, because I think we think that everything that we share can apply to just about anybody. Um, and this particular uh, one might be a little bit heavier. And so, but we just feel like it's something that has come up the last several weeks with people that have reached out to us. And really it's a question and some questions that we get all the time when we are talking to other couples. And I'll be honest It is something that came up uh, quite often when we were going through our marriage crisis 10 years ago, almost 11 years ago. So uh, for those of you, it might be your first time ever listening to us. You have no idea who we are, no idea what's going on. Um, This podcast and our marriage ministry was birthed out of a crisis that hit our marriage 10 years ago. So on August the 23rd, Heather confessed to being unfaithful in our marriage and it started us on a journey, and this journey led to us learning lots and lots of stuff about ourselves individually, about our, about our marriage, and then ultimately has grown into what is by far the best time of marriage that we have been experiencing, and we love sharing that hope with you guys. So, um, some of you you tune into us because you find yourself in a similar situation might not be that your spouse had an affair maybe might be some other type of betrayal we talk about betrayals a lot i mean just the betrayal the lies the you know hurt things that you're just not expecting or you weren't expecting really from your spouse that ends up causing a lot of hurt so when those things happen in your marriage and it happened when we went through what we went through there becomes a ton of questions. Mm-hmm. And very natural that it's just um especially in our situation when I had no idea what, what was going on or what had been going on. And so immediately I just started I mean, the questions were just flooding. And so I think that people that listen to this, if they have been in a situation like this before, there's been a betrayal, they get to a point where they're like, I need some answers. But then you get to a point, like I did, where you go, How much do I really want to know? And I can remember sitting down at my computer and actually searching that on Google. Like, my wife had an affair my spouse had an affair how much do i want to know and there's not a lot of information out there but i can remember watching some like youtube videos of people that were giving advice on that and it's kind of all over the map to be honest mm-hmm. but i did learn some things and one was that i didn't i didn't need to know everything and didn't want to know everything because it probably was more dangerous than or more harmful to me so i just thought for a minute today I could sort of ask you a couple of questions but really just kind of think through this so that some people out there can maybe, um, if they're stuck here, I mean, the goal is to to start moving past it. Mm-hmm. Um, because I do think that that's the thing. We get lots of questions and people are stuck. And it's just like this gerbil spinning in a wheel and you can't ever get out of it. Yeah. So... When you came to me, I can remember the the. You know, I don't remember if this is part of English. What's the who, what, where, when, and why? What does that answer? Come on, you're a school teacher. are a little school teacher. So,
1: adverbs. Is that it? Mm-hmm.
0: I look <laughs> fist bump. That's pretty incredible because I couldn't mm-hmm. remember what that was. Mm-hmm. But yeah, okay. So an adverb it answers the questions who, what, where, when, and why.
1: It and describes a verb.
0: There you go. <laughs> so I think that's the very fir- like, that's the first thing is you hear, you find out something about your spouse and you Im- immediately, you know, for me, the, the very first question was who, I mean, mm-hmm. that's a kind of a no brainer. And, you know, when that first question comes out, you get the, you get, to, you get the question, I get the answer. And then it starts going into the, after the who, then it's the, What? And I think that's pretty logical kind of the next thing. It's like, okay, well, kind of you you want an explanation of what went on. I mean, that's I I guess that's pretty obvious that you're gonna want to know that. And you hear people
1: say, "I had an emotional affair. I had a physical affair." In reality, in reality, they're all affairs because you are um, being unfaithful either physically or emotionally. Um, to your spouse. But, but that's a fair question. Like what exactly happened? Yeah. What Mm -hmm. happened? I mean, Mm -hmm. yes,
0: you nailed it because it could be, you know, was this, do you, did you meet this person? Mm -hmm. Was this going on through text? Mm -hmm. Was it an online? I mean, Mm -hmm. there's so many things that, that it could be. Mm -hmm. Um, Same with like, even if it's not an affair, you know, pornography Mm -hmm. or something, you know, you just, there's, there's questions of the what, like what What exactly, you know, we gotta have a we gotta have a point of reference here. Mm-hmm. So what has happened. Um and then I think at that point you get into the where, when, and why, and those are not real simple. So I I like to I try to think um how could I just des- kind of describe just, uh, I need to paint a picture, so the picture that I see in my head is this, so you have this world going on that I don't know about, okay, so this could be somebody else in a marriage that's dealing, they have this world going on, and in my mind, you've got this, it's almost like a puzzle, and you have put this puzzle together, and you have a complete puzzle that's completely put together, and over here, you can see it. I can't see it and don't have any idea what the puzzle looks like. But you come to me and you tell me that there's this puzzle. And all of a sudden, I'm just thrown with this massive bunch of puzzle pieces that I don't even know what it looks like. I don't know how they go together or anything. I ask you those first couple of questions, the who, the what. And, and it's almost like you get the edge pieces put together. But then all the other puzzle pieces are just dumped right there in the middle. And so the question then becomes, how much of that do you really want to take and get put together so that you can see that same picture? And I'm not sure I completely know the answer to that because I think that everybody's a little bit different. But at the end of the day... I would say that you don't want that puzzle completely put, put together because you really don't want to know exactly what it looks like. I do think that, that you want enough answers to where you know you're getting the truth and that you believe your spouse and you can trust your spouse enough that anything that you ask them, they'll tell you. But at some point, you have to go, i got to let this go. So, the next questions kind of start with the when and the where, just the details. And, man, that is like really dangerous in some ways. But there there is the component of the things that I find out and I know... And you're telling me that I know I'm not going to find out from somewhere else, and I know that now we have this this we're starting to rebuild trust. So when I came to you and asked you, because I remember early on I asked you some specific details. Give me, you know, the the when and the where and then that kind of stuff. What like did did you remember that kind of stuff? Had you? Blocked it out? I mean, like, what did that—how did that make—how did it make you feel that I was coming to you asking you those questions?
1: Sure. Well, I do know that because um, I confessed or was caught so quickly after it happened that, of course, everything was really fresh on my mind and I remembered. You know, we've talked to couples that it happened years before— and they didn't remember all the where, when, whys, you know. But it, because it was really fresh, then yeah, I remembered all of that. And, um, and I think, I mean, I was, in, of course, embarrassed to tell you. Um, that was probably the most prominent emotion and feeling that I felt was just humiliation. Um, and then, you know, guilt and shame were just right there with it. Um, and I can, you know, I can remember saying, I don't want to tell you, like, I don't want to tell you, Mm -hmm. um, because I knew that it would be painful, um, for you, um, to think through and to think about. Um, so I, yeah, I think definitely my first emotion was, um, just embarrassment and regret and, Mm -hmm. and not wanting to tell you everything.
0: You brought up a really good point because I do think that there's a lot of people out there that they don't find out until maybe it's, there's been some time Mm -hmm. between it. And, and, and here's what I think, and, and we've dealt with this somewhat recently uh, with some people that we've talked to uh, on a couple of different occasions, but You know, a spouse found out about something that that happened years ago. And the crazy thing is, is that for the one that had the affair, like it was a long time ago Mm -hmm. for the one that just found out, Mm -hmm. it just happened. Like that's like to them.
1: It happened yesterday.
0: The the day they found out. And so it's almost hard to believe when they're asking questions and the spouse might say, I don't remember Mm -hmm. or I don't really know what happened. Mm And I was trying to wrap my brain around that a little bit. And I started thinking, you know, as much as I would, in if I was in that situation, and it had been a long period of time, I'd be wanting to say, that's bull. You do remember. Mm-hmm. You do mm-hmm. remember. Mm-hmm. But then I started trying to think about even milestones in our life. Okay. Our wedding day. Mm-hmm. If you started asking me questions <laughs> about our wedding day, yeah, one of the happiest days of my life, No chance I'm going to remember hardly any details of that day. The details that I am going to remember are because they're things that we've talked about and retold retold Mm -hmm. stories and stuff through the years. But you're not retelling those stories with anybody. Mm -hmm. So genuinely, Mm -hmm. I mean, and I'm not trying to let somebody off the hook Mm -hmm. here, but I'm just saying that's a real thing. You're not going to remember even though your spouse may have just found out about it, you're not going to remember those things.
1: Well, and not only that, but there is a very big element to it that when we experience trauma, we shut that out. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's real. Yeah. Like if something we experience that we're ashamed of or embarrassed of or we wish didn't happen, then you can shut that out of your mind. And if that was, you know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, Mm -hmm. then... You've literally put it away from your mind. And so that on top of just time in general, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But it's, and it's not even, you know, I tried
0: to fast forward a little bit. You know, our kids, they're a little bit older now, Mm -hmm. but I don't, I mean... The day of their Mm -hmm. birth, you know, everything's so blurry. If I had to try, if I had to try to tell you like details, that's
1: because you didn't push somebody out of your body. Hey, I was there. I remember you (laughs) all.
0: I remember all the details. Okay, but even think about Christmas. This past Christmas, what we get? Like Mm -hmm. what? You know, mm-hmm. where did we go? What are yeah. the details? Well, did we, and go, we, have did young- we Where did we go first? Did yeah. we go to your parents, That's my right. parents? Well, I and mean, we
1: have younger um, friends that'll say, oh, we're having trouble potty training. What did y'all do? Yes. I don't know.
0: I don't remember. <laughs> Look, you know, we've got we've got some little children, a family uh-huh. that, has been that has been introduced into uh-huh. our lives recently. Uh-huh. And last night I picked one up uh-huh. and held him for the first time. He's one and a half. And I was mm-hmm. like, huh, huh. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it was awesome. I loved uh-huh. it because, I mean, I love being a dad. And I i mean, I yeah. think I was a really good you were, you dad were. for young kids, but it was so weird. Yeah,
1: hadn't done that in a while.
0: But I haven't held a right. little one-and-a-half-year-old yeah. in a long mm-hmm. time. So it's just little things like that that I try. You know, even like, I mean, one of our best vacations ever, we went on a cruise. But if I had to tell you details about mm-hmm. that cruise, I'm That's not going right. to remember. So I'm just saying that there is a... It's real that you're not going to remember all the details. Now, at the same time, if I came to you even today, so 10 years later, 11 years later, and I just had some questions that were specific details, I wouldn't do that. I would have to have, there would have to be a real reason for me to do that. But if I asked you, I mean, would you remember at this point? Or would you, I mean, or would you? I know you wouldn't lie to me, but would you prefer to just be like, I'm just going to pretend like I don't know that so that we don't bring up that hurt? You
1: know what I'm saying? Sure. Well, if you had a, I mean, because of what we've walked through, I can honestly say if there was a reason you needed to know, I would be willing to tell you. Mm -hmm. And I think I could remember, not detail, like what day or what, you know, but I could remember you know, big picture stuff, if there was a reason, but if you just lost your mind and all of a sudden were like, Hey, I really want to know this. I would be very hesitant to, you know, like, really? Do you really want yeah. to know that? But if you were like, Hey, this popped up and I need to know that for this reason, I mean, there, I'm just, I'm a to, no- I'm just an open book right. now. I like I can't imagine hiding anything from you anymore. Right. Whereas that was very easy for me to do ten years ago.
0: So the question, I guess, and we're we'll, we're gonna get to the to the why in just a second. But for the when and the where, the details, mm-hmm. I'm saying I'm just telling people from this side of it, from my side of it, it can drive you absolutely crazy. Yeah. Even to the point 10 years ago, you still try to put the puzzle pieces mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. So it becomes a real discipline of, mm-hmm. you know, getting to a point, and this is what I would say, just if I could just, you know, if people are out there saying, well, how much do I need mm-hmm. to know? I would almost say the less you know, probably mm-hmm. the better. And if you have to know you get to a point where you know enough to be able to sort of make out some sort of a puzzle, but at the same time, all you're really trying to do is get to a point where you know that your spouse is not going to hide something from mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. And in our situation, I'll just tell our tell part of our story, but no no not details here, but we were in a situation where we felt like we were going to be put in a in a place where somebody was going to tell a lot of, um, information. Uh, and so you didn't want me finding out from somebody else. Mm -hmm. And so you came to me and you said, this happened, this happened, this happened, you know, it was sort of big picture, Mm -hmm. but there was a good bit of detail. And I would almost encourage you as a spouse, if you've been the one that's, that has done this and betrayed your spouse, maybe that, is a great place to start to be able to go. Okay, if somebody else sat down and was to tell you everything, or tell you, you know, and I was like, I don't want you to be caught off guard, mm-hmm. and I don't want there to be any surprises. Then, like, tell that, and then, and then maybe at that point, your spouse is as at a point where it's like, okay, um, there's tons and tons of other questions, but I know that you're telling me the truth and mm-hmm. I t- and you're telling me as much as as I can handle or I need to know. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you there's still that um temptation to just want to ask questions mm-hmm. and tell me what happened and tell mm-hmm. me this and that. And you know, at the end of the day, I just don't believe that it does much good. Right. Um and, you know, again, you're just trying to get to a point where you can wrap your brain around this happened but now i've got to i've got to trust my spouse right. um and and on the flip side you've got to say enough where you can trust mm-hmm. where your where your spouse can right. start trusting you again yeah. so wrapping all that up i'm i'm saying Uh, you probably don't need to know as much as you think you want Mm -hmm. to know.
1: And one good barometer to use, I think, is if you say, okay, I really want to know the answer to this. And when I find out the answer, then what? I love the phrase, then what? Yeah. Okay, so, okay, I find out the answer to that. So then what? Yeah. Like, what that am that gonna I going to do with that? Is that going to make, make happy? me? happy? Yeah, is it going to make me feel better or just is it going to be knowledge? Is it going to hurt worse? Is it going to make me look at my spouse um, in a more positive way or is it going to hurt that? Um, okay, and so usually what happens is you get the answer to that and then it leads to more questions. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, now I know the answer to that, but now I need to know this. And then what?
0: And from your perspective, I think that, you know, the approach to all this is I'm an open book. But if it gets to a point where you're just the other spouse can't get they're just stuck, they Mm -hmm. just keep asking, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe it is not a cop out, but in a loving it's time to sit down and say, look, I am an open book. I will tell you Mm -hmm. anything you want to know, but I want I I love you enough to say I also want to. Protect, protect you absolutely and and i w- i would say don't even use the card where you where you throw out when you bring this up it reminds me of what i did in the shame because it's real easy for this person to go well you, you did shouldn't it to, have done you shouldn't have done right. it you did right. it to yourself so it's not that it's yep. just you know i'm willing to say mm-hmm. and do whatever but i want i'm i want to protect yep. you
1: and you can't as the person who um did the betrayal you can't say um, I'm not going to tell you that because I want to protect you. Like if they want to know, then you have to tell them. Right. But you can say, are you sure? Yeah. I mean, I'm willing to tell you, but are you sure that that's go- is right. that what you want right. to know? Let's think, yeah, through, let's think this through, this. through this Absolutely. and talk through this and
0: yep. see. And, you know, we've said this where we've heard this before um, where some counselors have actually said, you know, maybe you need to get to almost put a, put an end point mm-hmm. to the questions. Mm-hmm. If you're really stuck in a situation mm-hmm. where it just they just keep coming and you just keep asking mm-hmm. and you're rehashing over and over. And that over leads and to over. the next and the yeah, next and the and, next. And so maybe it's like you both sit down and you just say, hey, we're going to do two you know, two weeks, two more weeks of this where mm-hmm. just I'm going to continue to process and do, you know, so I don't know, maybe it's one month out of all, mm-hmm. uh, out of finding out one month out of confession. And you're like, I'm going to just try to process this internally. But as questions come up and I feel like I might need some answers, I'm going to come to you and ask you mm-hmm. those questions. And when you give and but at the end of this, whatever the time mm-hmm. is, um,
1: you know, it's and begun. I don't
0: and I don't know what that time limit is. And but it's probably different for different people. Sure. But yeah, once that time limit hits, it's like, OK, we're not revisit mm-hmm. it. Not that we're brushing it, sweeping yeah, it under that's the rug, right. That's right. but we're not just but that part of it, we're moving past. We're moving past the questions. So last thing I want to I want to kind of go on here uh the the why mm-hmm. so the why question is asked i mean that could be asked a gazillion times why did you do mm-hmm. it why did you do it mm-hmm. maybe there is an answer for mm-hmm. some people mm-hmm. you know maybe it's i mean maybe there is a clear answer mm-hmm. um but i believe that for most people you're not going to ever get that answer mm-hmm. because i don't know that the spouse sometimes even knows mm-hmm. if i sat here to and maybe let's back up if i were to sit here and say why why did mm-hmm. you do that mm-hmm. What would you say even today? What would you have said then? What would you say today? Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I can say what I would have said, but then I also would like to address what I think a lot of other people would say, because I think we were a unique situation. I think the I think the first um, thing out of my mouth would have been defensive, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, Because nobody, nobody likes to accept blame. I mean, you know, to accept responsibility. We, I mean, you think about little kids. um, If you say, why'd you hit your sister? They don't say, oh, I'm a sinful person. You know, it's she did that. You know, you're always pointing at somebody no matter what. And so I think that the reason why I said our situation was different is because I couldn't blame you. Mm -hmm. I couldn't, there was nothing that you did that I could have pointed and say, well, you didn't give me enough attention or you didn't show me affection or you were mean to our children or you like, there was nothing in the, that I could throw out at you that you were a bad husband. You never help around the house. None of those are true Mm -hmm. for you. And I mean, I would have said that 10 years ago, 11 years ago. Mm And I'm saying that now. But I, but I don't think that's the case that's for right. everyone. right. I think the I think for most of our listeners, they're gonna try to find something that their spouse did wrong or didn't fulfill in them mm-hmm. to say that's that's why. I did it because you never you worked too much right. and I needed attention. Right. Or you did that. I mean, I did it because you did this. And so I feel like a lot of the why, if your reason has anything to do with your spouse, then it's wrong mm-hmm. it, that your spouse didn't make you do it. That's right It doesn't matter what your spouse did. you are responsible for the decision that you made. Yep. So if you're if you in your why statement, point a finger to anybody else, but right back at yourself, you need to rethink. Yeah. Um, And so that was one thing I didn't have the option of doing is pointing my finger at you. Um, But I do think I could have, I mean, I, I think that that's what most people want to do, mm-hmm. and so when you get to the question of why did it happen, I think the majority of people will point a finger. And honestly, Rusty, if I could have thought of something that you that you did wrong, I could. I mean, I would have pointed my finger. Mm-hmm. But there just wasn't anything. It was my heart that caused my problem. So you know, immediately when the confession happened, I think that. It, I was definitely still in the um, worldly sorrow part of getting caught. Um, and so I didn't want to admit that it was about right. my heart. And honestly, I didn't know. Right. I, didn't, I didn't know that it was about something inside of me. I couldn't put words to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just, I don't know. It, and it goes back to that statement of nobody wakes up and says, today I'm going to have an affair. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know how I got there. Mm-hmm. I didn't, it was such a slippery, fast slope. And of course you can go back if you're new to, um, new to us. We had a whole season or at the beginning of this season, bunch of episodes just walking through our story. But the why part I didn't understand for a while. Yeah. Um, and so it's not uncommon to, I think probably the most common answers would be because you blah, 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 or, I I don't know. Like, I don't know.
0: And that's the part where I think people get stuck because somebody. Like you said, somebody needs to be blamed. Mm-hmm. That's where an answer has to come. And even for the person that's been betrayed, they just want an answer. They right. want somebody to yeah. blame. Yeah. And sometimes you really just get a, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how and it happened. And that's
1: exceedingly frustrating for Absolutely. the person who's been hurt.
0: Yeah. And so, you know, even then, like we're talking about just questions, you just have to get to a point where, you know, maybe you don't like the answer, but you know... That you're getting honesty An honest from, from mm-hmm. your spouse. And that and,
1: can be I don't know.
0: Yeah, and over time, you mature and you learn and you can talk through it and maybe some things you discover about yourself and just about sin. I mean, go back and listen to Believing the Lies of the mm-hmm. Enemy that we did. It's it's I think it's our number one list, most listened to episode. Uh, but if you go back and listen to that, like that's— you discovering over time mm-hmm. kind of why it happened right? but you didn't know that the Mm-mm. day that it the Mm-mm. day that you had to tell me so i just think that that's one of those hamster wheel things that you could get stuck in and never get out of if you right. don't get the answer that you're looking for right. that's the part right. that's frustrating right. you want an answer and you have in your mind what that answer is mm-hmm. and you, you may, may not ever get that's it. right that's right
1: so. and they're they're honestly may not be a this is why answer. Right. And and that's okay. I mean, the answer is that we're sinful people. Mm. And we disappoint. Mm. And that I mean, and your spouse
0: and, and some are bigger. And, and some, some are, some are have bigger. bigger. That's con, right. That's bigger right. Bigger consequences Absolutely. than
1: others. Absolutely. Absolutely. But we've said a million times that everybody is going to disappoint you. Mm. Everybody. Yeah. Except That's why we put our faith in the Lord because He's the only one that won't disappoint us. And so, some of the answer to why could just be because I'm a sinner and I messed up. Mm. And and there's not a oh well that's a great answer now I understand you know and and I don't know that there's ever a point where you get to and you go okay now I get why you did it. There's no I mean it was sin. Yep. I there's not a good reason to mm-hmm. have done it. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and as we wrap up, just the the I know, I mean, people people will say this happened to me and I need answers. Mm-hmm. We get that. But we're just saying to be to be careful on how much and how long you stay stuck in this mm-hmm. spot. Um and I just want you know, for us we Even when we bring up things like this, I know it's not easy for you. And, but. You know Heather's always willing to talk about this kind of stuff because she knows that it's out, it's helping somebody. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so I just want to say thanks for being willing to talk about hard stuff like mm-hmm. this because I know it'd be so much easier to say, hey, can we talk about how to schedule a date night? Wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> and yes, we love doing that too. But sometimes we need to dive in where our listeners are and yeah. we know some people are here and yeah. they're stuck here. So thank you for listening today and uh, we're going to sign off and we will be back next week with you once again. See you then.